A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Happy Thursday, Kirst. Good Thursday to you, Amy, and to my mum, Nerida. Hello, mum. Hello. Hi, Nerida. Hi, Amy. <laughs> How are you on this fine Thursday? Uh, yeah, um, okay. It's a bit cool. It is a bit cool in Melbourne. Yes. Nerida, are you in um, self-isolation? Oh, very much so. Right. Are you coping? Well, because we're self-isolating with family, it's, yes, I'm coping. Good. That's right, because you've got your daughter, son-in-law and four grandkids at the back of the property, don't you? That's right. Oh, that's so the best way to isolate. It is. Well, not so much for mum, because she's an introvert and would be fine by herself forever. <laughs> um, I, I hear you, Nerida. Yeah, I don't think I'm that much of an introvert that I could cope totally. That's why it's good because we, particularly now they're back at school, don't see them very much but see them enough. If the kids have art classes, do they come up to you for their art advice because you're an amazing artist? Actually, no, but I do give them geography quizzes. (laughs) Homework from Nana. Yep. Which my children are refusing to participate in. That's because I don't get chocolates for it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Fair Maybe cold. you need to send them chocolates and incentivize them, Mum. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I don't know how chocolates go through the internet. Yeah, you could send them by <laughs> they the go mail through though. The post, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'd be easier just to send money, and you could buy the chocolates. Oh, I'm happy for money anytime you want to send it, Mum. Exactly. Happy to receive. This podcast is starting well. Kirsty's got money and chocolate. We haven't even asked the first question. <laughs> so just like yesterday when yes. we had your dad on talking about your growing up experience and what you were like, um, today we've got my mum on. Yes, and I've got some questions that I'm going to ask. And obviously Kirst will ask questions as we go. 
But Nerida, I thought the first question aptly would be, what was Kirst like as a child? Kirsty was and probably always will be a social butterfly. <laughs> Kirsty always loved being around people and we always had people in our house because Kirsty couldn't cope without having people around. <laughs> Is that why you were so hospitable? Yes, because if we didn't invite people, she would invite people over. Or, or just think she died because she had to spend a day at home without anybody there. And that's maybe why, yeah, exactly the same. <laughs> exactly. But Kirsty, your mum's much nicer than you because she gave you four siblings. You haven't given Emily any little siblings. I would, may have. Um, that takes two to tango, though. <laughs> <laughs> Nerida. Uh, Kirsty often tells us that her bedroom as a teenager was a red-hot mess. Was it always like that or had she ever gone through periods of being a little misorganised? Uh, no, she was never organised. Her bedroom, she used to say that her bedroom was the neatest in the family. That didn't mean anything at all. <laughs> she had a very typical kid's bedroom. and. And she just, yeah, she was maybe not as messy as her siblings, particularly one, but she was definitely not. She was more interested in people. People were always more important to her. That sounds like a lovely trait, doesn't it? It does when my mum puts it like that. I know. (laughs) I'm glad mum's seeing the positive of the not messy room. Oh, sorry, the messy room. <laughs> well, and I must admit I had the policy that I never went into their room. So whatever they did in there, well, however messy it was, it was their problem. That is a great policy, Nerida. What about when they and Kirsty had to share with their siblings? Because we've heard on the podcast that every school holidays there was like a switcheroo around who shared with who. Was it like yep. short straws for who picked which siblings or how did it work? Oh, no, they pretty well all fought. I think probably Jackie and Kirsty always fought the most, so their punishment was to go in with the boys. Um, but I love I love the way that you phrase that, Mum, because how you sold it to Jackie and I was that Dave and Phil fought too much and they needed to be separated. Oh, that's your memory, Kirsty. That oh, is- really? I'm that's gonna great parenting. Jackie. oh well you've got five kids and you've got some fighters you've got to play whatever cards you can I think exactly (laughs) yeah and we all fought all of us Mm. fought with each other yeah although one didn't quite fight as much as the others which was the non-fighter and who is, and so I think it equates with who is my mum's favourite child. <laughs> right. Well, I was going to guess that child as to who was the non-fighter. We had this discussion when we interviewed my dad yesterday, Nerida, about which was the favourite child, which of course it was me. But Kirsty, are you claiming that you're not the favourite? And <laughs> Did you hear mum laughing at you being <laughs> your dad's favourite? Remember, I know your parents, are. <laughs> You know my parents very well, Nerida, as if I'm not the favourite. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, said sure. favourite. Sure. And the other child who thinks that she's the favourite actually got called her dad out on it and got chocolates delivered today because of it. It's true. 
Which one is that? Claire sent a message to dad and said, I listened to your podcast interview. You said that I was your favorite. And then dad turned up with chocolates for her. Of course she ate cheech. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So what do you remember Kirst wanting to be when she was a little girl or even a tween when she grew up? Ah, that's a good question. I don't know whether she ever really, there was a point where it was a flight attendant. Oh. But that was only because she liked flying a lot. She still um, does. Yeah. I don't know whether there was anything. Was there, Kirsty? Oliver, strangely enough, Oliver asked me that exact question this morning. And oh. I told him a mama. Yeah. Um, but I, and, yeah. and funnily enough, I also said, or a travel agent or a flight attendant to you, mum. <laughs> yeah, later on, it was a travel agent. Um, but so yeah. were, you, were you surprised when she became an accountant? Uh, not particularly because out, like, I used to do more accounts work. Um, my father's good at accounts. My father was, like, there is accounting through our family. So, no, I wasn't particularly surprised. And because she told me to do it. <laughs> I did? Yes. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, did- you said, Kirsty, you're good at maths and you, you're good at accounting. I think you account being an accountant would be good for you because when you become a mum, it's got flexible work. Yeah, it's a good job to ha- be flexible in. And so I think that that would be a good job for you. And I, I think I probably also added that you can also work as a travel agent. Like it's good to get into things like travel agency with accounting too yeah probably mm. I, do, I remember exactly where I was standing in the kitchen when you told us at um, Wendover Place when you told me that that's so, so cool <laughs> in contrast Nerida how surprised were you when she told you she was becoming a professional organizer well I was surprised that there was such a thing <laughs> uh, uh, no I, I probably well uh, yeah, my my definitely my first reaction was surely you can't make money out of that. <laughs> uh, but I guess yeah, she certainly had learnt organisation from her husband. Um, so yeah, I don't know whether I was totally surprised, but I was probably more surprised that there was such a thing. <laughs> Well, there's certainly, I don't think there would have been such a thing when you were bringing up young children. Like I know when mum was bringing us up, there was no such thing. Like there was kind of a home help. Maybe you could have a cleaner if you were like rich, (laughs) but there certainly wasn't the the blue collar access to services like ours. No, no, that's right. As far as actually running her own business, well, she was quite capable of that. That that was a no-brainer. But yes, she does do that very well. Yes. Thank you, both of you. She still does all our accounts, Nerida. I don't do much on the accounting side of things. I just get sent our profit and loss every month. Right. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Preferably. Oh, it's a great way. <laughs> Going back to when Kirst was a little girl, did she have favourite toys that she really loved to play with? Uh, I don't recall any did you Kirsty? I don't recall I do remember playing with Lego and like we had that Lego sack yeah 
but I don't recall being like obsessively playing with any one thing. Was there lots of playing with siblings? Yeah. She was more likely to be playing with people as as is Mm. Kirsty's thing. So siblings, she always wanted to control the games. (laughs) Yes, she does. Ever losing. (laughs) That continues, yes. Yes. Uh, yes, I still, I see one of my children in particular would love to flip up a Monopoly board when said child is losing. Of which her mother did a few times. Yes. <laughs> Much to my siblings' disgust. <laughs> Fair oh, enough. Yes. Are there, are there any characteristics that you see in Curse now as a woman that you can trace back to um, seeing develop as a young girl? Ooh, that's I'm asking question. some curly ones, aren't I? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I guess, I mean, she was, as I say, she was always um, organised in a more business sense, not in a personal, like, she definitely wasn't personally organised. Mm-hmm. And you, but always people came first. Um, and not, is, nothing's changed in that, has it? No, no, not at all. She reminds me regularly, Nerida, to think about the people. Like I'll come up with some plan or some idea. And she's like, well, how does that help the people? I'm like, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> yes, yes. She was always people-focused. So, and, yeah, to to sometimes a detriment with family because, as I say, there were times where I would have liked to have a nice, quiet life, but Kirsty had to have people around. <laughs> Do you remember how old take Kirst- after? <laughs> Sorry? Yes. Which parent does she take after? Uh, well, she's sort of actually a combination of both because her father has to have people around, mm-hmm. but she's probably got more me in there that she probably this sounds terrible but she probably cares for people more (laughs) that's gold (laughs) i love you dad (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it it's so good is is kirst really different to her siblings or do you find that there's lots of characteristics that all your kids have uh, i guess there's lots that all of kids have they're all totally different if anyone who's a parent probably knows what i mean by that um when they get together there's always you can see all their traits but you can also see how well, only one of our children uh, is an introvert, and even that you don't notice sometimes. But um, Kirsty is probably the most extroverted. Yeah, of anyone uh, we've ever met. Do you mean? So <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, they they all have their strengths and their their differences, mm. but then the in a lot of ways, they're alike. Um, but probably, even, even our introvert loves people. 
Well, but. I think that's a reflection, narrator of you and Ron and the family values that you had. Um, I remember your house always being very hospitable. I remember, I don't know where, which house it was, but it was Greensboro in a court. And you came down the court and you were kind of at one o'clock oh. down there. Yeah. And um, I just remember feeling like we could turn up any time and we could just walk in. Like there wasn't, it was just home for everybody. So, um, yeah. yeah, we always appreciated that growing up. And I think what we're, what you're reflecting on is that that's a characteristic that Kirst has carried through both professionally and personally. Yeah, and I, I think there's a degree where that's one characteristic that they've probably all got. Um, Kirsty goes out and looks for waifs and, and strays, where, but I think they're all pretty well hospitable yeah. and, and all interested in other people. Um, but, yeah, but thank you. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So tell me, you've got four of your children living in Melbourne, all relatively close to you, and then you've got one outlier that decided to move to Sydney. Yeah. What's it like when Kirst comes down to Melbourne to visit or if you get to go up? Like, tell me that the dynamic, because I've never lived interstate from my parents. How does that play out for your family? Uh, well, when, when she comes down, it's busy because all the, the other kids are all around. The, the cousins all love playing with each other, which usually means here because um, <laughs> they can all come over at the same time. So... So that means there's 27 of us in our family. So that's incredible. That's a hectic time. And that will happen quite, a, if she's here for a week, that will happen three or four times during that week. Um, if not every day. If not every, well, there's usually someone there every day, but it may not be the whole 27. And Nerida, um, is your job to cater? <laughs> is that, do you just spend that time in the kitchen? Pretty well. Yes. <laughs> yes. She does. Yeah, pretty well. That's her love language. Yes, you and my dad just cook for people and it makes everyone happy. 
Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> As in, I know John. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny doing these this week of family interviews because everybody in our families all know each other. And so... Yes. Like, it's just been really fun. Like, it's nice that I'm not meeting you on the podcast for the first time. I've known you for 20-odd years um, and all your children and your extended family. Like, it's it's nice. It's just one big, one big family of many, many children. Yes. Too many people with our families. Many, 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 many. (laughs) (laughs) And that we've known each other for such a long time. Like, you know, I, I, I've, we spoke to John yesterday and I've known him since I was 21, 20 probably. And um, yeah, definitely 20. And like you've known our family for that long as well. So yeah. It's, it's really interesting. <laughs> and and we've also had different connections because I'm good friends with your mum. Yeah. Phil and Sarah went out together. Mm-hmm. Laura and Marissa were good friends. Yeah. So, so there's been different connections, not just the one connection yeah it's actually really nice and I think that adds to the depth of Kirsty's and my friendship and relationship and business relationship because there is that depth of knowledge and understanding it's not I know Kirsty separate to everyone else who's in her life it's like I oh, know I know her and I know her sisters and her parents and her, you know everyone it's nice yes yeah Nerida, I think we need to dob Kirst in. I'm hoping this will dob her in. I'm not sure if it will. Do you have anything in your house that is Kirsty's that she's left with you when she moved to Sydney? Uh, well. Anything? No. (laughs) I was desperately hoping there was like a box of kinder artwork somewhere that she dumped on you and left. They probably all tried at some stage. But as much as I am not tidy um i do have Kirsty's instincts for getting rid of stuff mm. so if they've dumped it here i've generally given it back to them so once they've got their own homes it's like you want it you take it <laughs> i love so. that philosophy and there was i did get a box from dad a couple of years ago um that had that he had discovered or you had discovered that was from my teenage years so and I took that back. <laughs> and I must admit, I was talking to Larissa today and she's like, no, there's a rabbit downstairs. And I'm like, really? I, I didn't think we kept Kirsty's rabbit, but the rabbit is Genevieve's. Ah, yes. so you've kept it then, of course. Yes. I don't even know where it is, but Larissa tells me there's a rabbit around that. And when she described it, I went, well, that's Genevieve's. Ah. So can't actually give it to her. No, and you want to keep that one. That's a special memory. Yes. Yeah. So there, nah, 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 nah. Amy, I don't I have any my parents. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I'm a bit, bit uh, gutted. I thought that would definitely throw you in under the bus. Oh, but mum does want to say something. I oh, can tell having, you. Having said that, that's not necessarily Kirsty's fault that she doesn't have things at our place. That's my choice not to keep all their junk. <laughs> That's a very yes. good choice, Nerida. A very good choice. Yes. <laughs> and I would take it back if there was anything there. I would take it. And Amy, I will dub myself in. When I come down to Melbourne, there is usually something left behind because <laughs> my children, but not through my, any fault of my own, there's, it's usually my children's stuff that we haven't been able to find. 
because for whatever reason. Yeah, we do that at my parents too, but it's only a 10 minute drive to pick it up. (laughs) So you're off the hook. drive. That's right. (laughs) Oh, believe me, of all the people that leave stuff behind in this this house, Kirsty probably does the least. (laughs) I can imagine. Yes, we do have stuff over the place that has been left by one child or grandchild. Um, and I usually do try and get rid of it as soon as possible. But Something both Kirstie and I have in our homes in there is what we call the lost and found box. And it's a box near kind of the entrance way where if anyone has left anything at our house, we put it in there. And if we're returning anything, so say dad's baked me a casserole, then the casserole dish is put back in there when it's clean. So maybe you need one of those where all the kids and grandkids can have a quick check when they leave each time. <laughs> what, did, what did I leave last time? I know I, they have that. I did it try that. requires oh, okay. people to look in there and take it oh. with them instead of adding more. <laughs> now, basically, if I, depending on what mood I'm in, but if I'm in the mood of I don't want this here, I will take a photo, put it on our family messenger and go, whose is this? If it's not claimed, it goes. I love that. I want to be like you when I grow up, Merida. <laughs> That'll be a while yet, Merida, <laughs> how would you describe your relationship changing with Kirst um, as she's, you know, become independent, moved overseas, got married, got kids, moved to Sydney? How has your relationship changed from when, um, say, she was a teenager or a young adult? Um. I guess it has changed quite a bit, but at the same time, like your mum, I had five children and not necessarily a husband at home a lot, which meant that I tended to rely on Kirsty and Jackie a lot more. So I probably was a bit more um, equal, for want of a better word, Mm. with I was with the younger ones. Um, I do remember at 18, she just finished school and she asked me something. I went, Kirsty, you're 18. It, you don't need my permission or you don't need to know. I, I don't have an opinion on this. And she turned around and went, okay, mum, but I do want your advice. Oh, oh Nerida, that's beautiful. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> Oh, that's really, isn't that exactly what we want our kids to grow up to have that relationship? Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) I certainly do. I know Kirst does, but she's probably crying right now. (laughs) I'm not. Oh. Yet. (laughs) (laughs) Kirst, do you have any questions that you want to ask your mum? So I was going to ask mum, how would you describe your home in, from a, you know, decluttered and organised perspective? Uh, well, it depends on what part of the home. If it's a part that I don't go into and your father, it's your father's area, very cluttered. If it's a part that I am in control of, that depends on my mood. Um, I tend not to like stuff around, but I tend to not necessarily deal with it quickly so like my coffee table in my lounge room has quite a few things sitting on it 
which eventually I will go, okay, where is their home? So my kitchen benches, most of the, they're either chocolates with dishes because I haven't got around to it, but if I do get around to it, there's nothing on my kitchen benches. Mm. So, um, And do you think that's different to when we were all living at home and younger? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not in control of five children who, <laughs> who every time we did have visitors and I go, you need, you need to clean the house up and the answer would always be, but they know what we like. They know they're only coming to see us. Why do we have to clean the house? Um, <laughs> it was always a mess. <laughs> That's exactly and what Kirst says now to our listeners and our people in our course. People are coming to your house to see you, not your house. <laughs> oh, yes. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. I, used to, um, I have to say I probably instilled that in them, but at the same time, it was so frustrating when you wanted to get them to clean the house <laughs> and give that back to you. <laughs> so. I don't remember. I, re- I remember there being stuff on surfaces, but it not, and, you know, and it might have been a hodgepodge of things on surfaces, but I remember the house not being like, like really messy and really cluttered. What do you remember about Amy? You came to our house when you were a teenager. Yeah, I don't have a great memory though. I, oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember a lot. Like I know we used to come. I only went to your house, I think, in that court that I was talking about. I yep. remember coming upstairs and it being like all the kids' bedrooms and there's just been lots of people. And so I think I was more focusing on the people than anything else, which is exactly what the kids were saying to you, Nerida, that we weren't there to see the house. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I can't comment because I don't have a good memory of that. I do uh, remember this, though. I remember we were allowed to eat on the carpet. We were yeah. allowed to eat upstairs sometimes, whereas at my house, even when we had friends over, mum would make us eat at the dinner table or eat, you know, like even if we were just having donuts, we had to sit down at the table. Mm-hmm. Whereas I do remember that sometimes you'd be a little bit lax and let us be like rebels and eat upstairs. Amy, you know that that was because I got rid of you <laughs> and all of you, not you personally, but it was. You just sent us up there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it. She so you weighed it up and went, you know what, I don't want 30 teenagers in my kitchen. Just go upstairs. I'll clean the carpet afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Wise move. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like. I remember our bedrooms all being messy, and I. But I don't remember there being like stuff on all all over the floors in the living spaces, like you know, in, in the, the living rooms. I was going to yeah. say, did you see your sister's bedroom? Oh no, I uh, saw that sister's bedroom <laughs> too <yeah>. often. <laughs> um, no, it was. Uh, I would call our house a lived-in house. You can definitely mm. see. Had, was living there but it was there was always room and it was always like it was never it wasn't a cluttered house mm. um it just wasn't you it wasn't at the kind of house that simon would set up oh no <laughs> <laughs> neither's my narrator for the for the record <laughs> right <laughs> 
Awesome. Yes. Narada, is there anything else you want to share about Kirsty or any questions you want to ask her while you're on the record? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Now's your opportunity. Um, Did she steal about? your sequined top in 1992? Oh, there's been many things that I've taken from my mum, knowingly or unknowingly, and have lost, lost, and I still feel very bad about that. <laughs> uh, like what? <laughs> um, remember when... <laughs> Do you remember when we went down to um, Toot Groot and stayed down there with the Kinosses? Yeah. And I had some rings of yours and we went to a park and I lost oh. them at the park. Do you remember that? I Is remember. Coming back to you now? I don't, didn't necessarily remember you being the cause of those rings going. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, I can't, I'm trying to think of what else it is, what else I've taken. <laughs> you can maybe put it on steal, your frame. I still, I used to steal socks all the time and they never made it back into your closet. <laughs> yeah, socks was never a big thing with me. No, no. That's why they were okay to steal. You still don't ever wear socks, do you, mum? Not very, very, no, almost never. Huh. I didn't know that about you. Hmm. Well, but she does love her jewellery and so losing some jewellery was not my finest moment. No. Yeah. Well, you've redeemed it by bringing, bringing mum on the podcast. <laughs> and apologising. Maybe I need to do a public apologies. That's right. You. Like, yes. mum, do you please... Mum, do you please forgive me for losing your precious jewellery? Maybe just. (laughs) Oh, now there's the kind of family reuniting that we're famous for. (laughs) (laughs) Merida, it has been such a lovely time having you on our podcast. I have a big smile on my face um, because it's lovely to see your relationship with Kirst, but I also really love you. So I'm really glad that I got the time to chat to you as well. Thank you. <laughs> oh, big yeah. love fest here today. <laughs> yeah, you know you're always welcome here, Amy. Mm, thank you. Thank Even you, Mum. Feel oh, the house from underneath you. Uh, yes, we should tell that story quickly. Is um, we were looking at buying the house that Ron and Nerida ended up buying, but they bought it. We decided not to put in an offer, but it was it's theirs and it is a beautiful home. It, every time I pop over, I'm, I think, oh, gosh, this is a beautiful home with the two houses on the property, And but it was meant to be yours, not mine. True. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Mum, for being on. Thank you. We know that you... Um, this is your first time on a podcast, and so thank you. You did amazing. Thank you. And yes, thank you for sharing some of my, some of what it, I look like from your perspective yeah. growing up. <laughs> oh, I didn't get that far, did I? <laughs> <laughs> so this week you've heard from Simon, you've heard from my dad, you've now heard from Kirsty's mum. So tune in tomorrow to see what other family members we'll be interviewing finding out about them um, and just delving a little bit deeper 
behind the behind the curtain of our family history. So thank you for tuning in today. Thank you again, Nerida. Kirst, shall I see you tomorrow? Uh, if you're lucky. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.